Hey guys, welcome back to the Thundersticks podcast. I am freaking pissed off right now because because I was working on a Chris Paul trade scenario thing, Dennis Schroeder trade scenarios. I was going to have a three-part podcast series coming out on what I would do if I was Presty. And I kid you not, I was working on an episode. I literally was typing out my script. It's uh it's 12:45 right now. I started working on this script maybe an hour ago and Chris Paul got traded in that past hour. So everything that I was working on, I pretty much am scrapping. I'm pretty I'm honestly I don't know if I'd say I'm pissed off about it. But damn, I w- I worked like an hour and I pulled up Twitter cuz I was just trying to get I was just seeing what was going on. I was actually checking what was on going on with Harden. And Shay was, SGA was trending on Twitter. And second was Chris Paul. And it said he got traded. So instead, what we are going to be talking about is this deal and the Dennis Schroeder deal. This is, this is some breaking news. This kind of crazy stuff. Now, we're sending Chris Paul and Abdel Nader to the Suns. For Oubre, Ricky Rubio, Ty Jerome, Jalen LeCue, and a 2022 first. Now, the first thing that I saw with this deal is kind of weird. Nader is the first guy I saw for some reason. He's on a team option, so he's getting picked up and going to them. Nader is like super underrated. And whenever I was going over Suns and what they needed, what the Suns would need... They they need a backup small forward since they're shipping out Ubre. Nader quietly was a really solid backup for us. I didn't like how he played, but he's a pretty solid backup. And he's going to be able to be with the Suns and immediately get some quality minutes for them. So the Suns, Suns fans aren't really going to know this. They're just going to look at it and say Chris Paul in a filler. But Nader will surprise a lot of them. And they're going to be really, really happy about having nader because he's on a cheap deal and he's a really quality backup guy for you now for us i am honestly surprised we didn't try to get more teams into this uh one of the things i was gonna write about was i thought a deal if we were gonna have a deal with the suns just us two teams i would have thought the terms would have been done like a done deal a couple days ago like we would have already known the deal but nope, they waited until it was time. I guess they just got off the phone, made this thing official. Um, I thought Ubre and Rubio from reports weren't gonna be on the Thunder. I thought they were looking for other suitors for them. Um, Ty Jerome. If I'm gonna be completely honest, I'm a little bit clueless on Ty Jerome. I remember hearing his name last season. Um going into the draft but i never really did a deep dive into him the the one of the things that i really love about this deal jalen the q i wanted jalen the q and darius Baisley going into last year's draft now i did a little story on it uh i'm gonna have to dig that one out i it might have been on reddit honestly i did a little story on what i would have done if i was sam presti last year and my idea was we would have traded back from 21 
two. Um, the Philadelphia 76ers, I believe they had two second round picks last year. I wanted to get Darius Baisley and I wanted to get Jalen the Q. So Jalen the Q for me, I was absolutely sold on him last year. I was shocked he didn't get drafted. The Suns did a really nice job swooping him up when free, whenever the draft ended because immediately he got signed to like a rookie scale contract. I don't know if it was a second round deal or what it was. He had guaranteed money on his contract whenever he signed. So he was a priority for the Phoenix Suns and, uh, he played a little bit. He played a lot in the G League, um, this past season, um, with them. I think he's going to get quality reps with us. Uh, we're going to be rebuilding. I absolutely love Jalen the Q. Out of all these players that these four players, Jalen the Q is my favorite. I seriously think the upside with him is higher than, I mean, these guys really aren't upside. Ty Jerome, maybe. Ubre and Rubio, we know what you have. Jalen the Q has upside and he could be the sneaky good move here. I've been a huge fan of him. Hell, I might even get a jersey. Um, I really like Jalen the Q. Now, just going from uh, top to bottom, I guess, on who we got. Kelly Oubre, whenever, um, I believe, yeah, he got picked right after, I, yeah, right after Cameron Payne in whatever draft that was. I think it was like 2015. Um, I liked Ubre coming out of college. I didn't really have a reason. I always do mock drafts. I've made mock drafts since 2012. This is going to be my eighth year doing it. It's just something that I've always thought was fun, making mock drafts. And honestly, I've had, like, I normally just pick guys that I want on the team. I don't know what my brain was thinking when I you know, one pretending to be GM, but I have done, I've made some really good picks in the past, and I might, I might talk about that a little bit more in the mock draft, um, podcast that I'm planning on doing, but I'm, I think I had Ubre going to the Thunder. I'm not positive. Maybe it was, I could have put DeLon right there. It was one of those. I either had Ubre or DeLon right, but yeah, for us, Ubre. He's still only 24 years old. Um, we, we could need us, we need a small forward. Cause if we're just mapping out what the team is gonna look like, it's probably, in all likelihood, I think Ricky Rubio is gonna be the starting point guard. Just because we need to spike up his trade value. So I think it's gonna be Rubio, SGA. You'd imagine you'd put Ubre there. The issue is, What's going to happen to Lou Dort, you know? Um, he's a starting player. I Honestly, I'd almost want him to play over Ubre. Dort has a better future with the Thunder than Ubre does. But they're going to have to they're going to have to sort that out. Maybe you move SGA to point guard, you kick Rubio to the 6 man, which that might not be a bad idea anyways. SGA can run the point guard. He, it's one of those things where he's going to have to get used to it. Might as well. He had a really good year. Chris Paul mentored him. Put him at point guard. Let's see how he runs with this team. Because he is the... He's our guy of the future. SGA is the guy of the future. Um, 
So I'd say in terms of who I'd like, it'd, it'd be SGA, Dort, Ubre, Baisley at power forward, and Adams at center. Is Adams going to get moved? I don't even know at this point. Gallinari's getting moved. That's a done deal. He's not going to be with our team. With, with the lineup we have, no way. Yeah, he's gone. Ubre could seriously. I could think. I think Ubre could put up major numbers for us. He's a. He kind of has issues with um, being a tad bit of a ball hog. But in terms of putting up stats, he will put up stats for you. And maybe one of these teams. There had to have been other teams interested in Kelly Ubre, because the way he improved with Phoenix this past year. If the only market was trading him to the Thunder, that that would just be completely unrealistic. There's other teams who want Kelly Oubre. We just need to find him. And if we want to dish out Oubre, we can. I kind of would like the idea of just having him around for the year and seeing, um, seeing how he does for us. But, yeah, Oubre could easily swap teams and that'd be that. Um, I, I like Ubre. I think he has, he's going to be starting for us and he's going to be putting up numbers. Does he blossom even more? Um, potentially, I mean, his three point shot did go up. He was like, uh, below, he was like mid low 30 percentage. Yeah. Low 30, low thirties in three point percentage. He's, he was up to 35% this season. Um, the scoring went up. Rebounds went up. He's just an overall better player. And this situation, Ubre is going to be a focal point of the team. So, yeah, he could, he could turn into something for us. And at 24, he still fits the timeline. I'm a little confused on why report said we wouldn't be interested maybe Presti's not a big fan of his play style i say run with it and see how the man goes i think he could really go places with us if he wants to stay committed to our team now ricky rubio i don't know um what the future is for him because he's a cert he's a certified veteran at this point um i like ricky rubio's contract i've always i kind of like I've been praising Ricky Rubio's contract. He really is not getting paid a ton of money. He's getting paid in these next two years. He was getting paid a lot less last year. I'll tell you that. He was making around like 16 mil. He's around 17 mil for the next two years. If a team needs a backup point guard, you could see some type of deal um, forming. Look. He averaged about like 13 and 8 last year at point guard, 13 points, 8 assists. That's great numbers. I still just don't know about the fit. I think he's just a piece that we're going to hold on to and the expectation is we're going to flip him in a year whenever he only has one year left. Um his contract expires uh 2021-2022, so he has 2 years left on his contract. I think if he gets moved, I think he will stick around for this season. I really don't see a scenario where he 
plays out of his mind and someone is going to want him uh, immediately for the playoffs. Maybe a, a random team pops up and shows interest. You just have to wait and see on that one. Rubio's a solid guy. He's more or less a filler. Um, he's a good filler. I'll tell you that much. Ubre's more of an asset than Rubio is. Rubio's just thrown in. Ty Jerome. Um, like I said, he's a little bit... He's a little bit mysterious for me. I don't have a ton of background on him. I know that he was a major part of the Virginia team a couple of years ago. Looks like he's 23 years old, and if I remember correctly, honestly, there were some reports like that people thought he was a major sleeper in this past draft. He hasn't really played much at all, so... It's kind of just a, it's really just a mystery with him on how he's going to play for us. I, I don't, personally, if it's me, I wouldn't play him over, um, over Jalen the Q. I think his primary position is point guard. He's six foot five, so you could move him to shooting guard. Uh, he's more of like a ball handler, if I remember correctly, though. But, yeah, he's, He's an interesting piece. I don't think he's going to be some crazy dude. I don't see a ton of upside in him. He's already 23. However, the dude that I do see a ton of upside in, Jalen LeCue. If you guys look at his old highlight reel from whenever he was in um high school, I believe, yeah, it was Brewer Academy. This guy could fly and... I was looking at him getting, like, Westbrook vibes whenever he was driving into the lane, man. Look at his dunks, and don't tell me, like, he's a freak. He's only 20 years old. He hasn't gotten a lot of NBA experience. This is the best fit for him on the Thunder. We need a backup point guard. And there, there we go. He can be a backup point guard. Will he turn into like a starter, a star? I don't know, but he could, he's going to be a, a minimum. I think he's going to be a serviceable, um, high intensity point guard we can have coming off the bench. Maybe like Shannon Brown, kind of. That's my, that's my like floor for him. I'm kind of getting the shot. Uh, yeah, Shannon Brown comparison. If not, Hey, he attacks the paint like Westbrook. He He's crafty as hell, and he's super raw, but that's exactly what we want. If he can if he can really improve and develop his skills, he will be a threat in this league, and he would pair with SGA. Now, I think the knock on him, he needs to sure up that shooting and that's kind of the trend with us. We never have the shooters. LeCue's not a shooter, but he's he's a playmaker, and he's a guy who can attack the basket. He's a baby Westbrook kind of. Yeah, he's a baby Westbrook. We're going to try to mold him and see where he goes, but I am I am absolutely thrilled that we were able to pick up Jalen LeCue in a deal. Like, like I said, out of these four, he is the guy that I would be keyed on. Keyed on. He's still 20. A lot of room to grow. The Suns don't need him. 
I'm surprised they shipped off Ty Jerome and Jalen Lequeux. I would think that, you know, maybe they wouldn't have to throw in both. But, hey, we got them both. Presti probably just asked, can we get both? They're like, yeah, sure. I can only imagine what the discussions were before they settled on this. Because with all these, you know, all these rumors thrown on Cameron Johnson maybe being dealt, Gallinari being thrown in a deal, the 10th pick, which was pretty much like a consensus if a deal happens it'd be rubio Ubre, and the 10th pick uh and they just didn't have to trade the 10th pick i think the suns got the Suns should be really happy they were able to hold on to number 10 and i did not believe they could who they picked there i'd say honestly i'd have to check i do like devin vassell there though um he can shoot he can play defense they need some defense. Um, they need defense over there, particularly at small forward, because if we're looking at how their lineup is shaped up right now, their major hole is at small forward. It's Mikhail Bridges and Abdel Nader. That's your two small forwards. And with pick 10, um, that's where I'd be targeting. Maybe you'd want to go for a power forward. Um, it's it's Cameron Johnson there, and then they have Saric. But if I remember correctly, I'm not so sure Saric is still on a deal with them. I believe he might have already come off the books. Uh, maybe he'd resign. Maybe he'd resign. I don't know. Anyways, I think for us, the our expectations were a little bit too high. I'd say for. Chris Paul. I do really like this package though because of LeCue. I never heard hardly any people mentioning LeCue, and that's myself included because I really didn't think there'd be, you know, rookie scale contract guys dealt in here. I saw it be like Paul, Ubre, Rubio. Those are your guys, and then throwing a pick and you're going to call it good. But that's not what this trade package was, and this is a really fun trade package because Ubre he could have a future with our team LeCue can seriously have a future with our team and I am like I said I'm a huge LeCue fan I cannot honestly I can't believe that we have him and Baisley because I was high on both of them really most of the time whenever there's a guy no, honestly normally in the draft we don't really pick the big name dudes um or high potential dudes just some random people out of college for instance cameron Payne. that's always a good one um robertson that's uh, honestly that's a good one he was kind of a no-name coming into the nba houston was a absolute no-name and he i think he's out of the league he wasn't terrible but yeah we just kind of go for some obscure people who don't really have that huge upside basically had a lot of upside for us and you you can already tell his future his future is bright lequeux is another guy his future is extremely bright now our haul from that last draft is insane lou dort is going to be a presence in the nba for a long time basically is going to be a presence in the nba for a long time i think lequeux we haven't seen enough from him because he's been in the G League, but 
he has shown he's shown that he can he can play in terms of his athleticism he's already up there now is he like Hamadou Diallo where he's like a one-trick pony or can he expand on his other parts of his game because he's already like he's already an elite finisher and that's what I love about him he is elite and I can say that 100% he's one of the best point guard finishers in the NBA as we speak right now and he's 20 and nobody has even heard of the guy for the most part no one has if he can explain if he can expand if he can shoot the ball and get a little bit better on playmaking he will be perfect with us I'm telling you He's a he's really a point guard though. It's not like SGA where you can move him one or two. He's a point guard. So if he's starting, SGA has to be at the two, and then Dort, Ubre, Baisley. You get a little bit confused on what you're gonna do with the rotations there. But I love the deal, and I still haven't mentioned the 2022 draft pick. Now, personally, I'm more of a fan. We just get the tenth pick and. We see what we can do with the 10th pick. I just love being in the draft, honestly. But, yeah. I would ideally wanted the 10th pick. And, hell, hell, maybe even try to trade up. And, LaMelo Ball, like, there's so much question. There's so many questions to ask of them. And I don't even know if we would have a big enough package to get him. But just picture LaMelo Ball on this team, man. That would be insane. I'd trade 10 and... I don't know if I'd trade... Yeah, I'd trade at least two of those first-round picks and maybe another dude to get to two. I don't know. If we were to trade, it'd be with the Warriors and they'd want Adams, 10, and 25, maybe even 28. Even with that, I'm not sure if they'd like it. We'd get Wiggins off that too. But anyways... Just... Trying to picture a trade-up scenario we get where we get LaMelo with this team is so... Oh, that'd be nice. Because I would love to see him develop with our core right now. Because our core is sweet. We just don't have that primary point guard. Unless SGA takes on that role. Which, the way it stands now, it sure does look like it. Unless Rubio... You want Rubio to be the guy to spike his value. And I totally get that. So SGA could be the starting shooting guard. But, yeah, that is a hell of a deal for us. 2022, a little bit far down the line. Chris Paul's 35 years old. So, at age, yeah, at age um, 37, do you think he's going to be doing the same amount of damage? I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, it's going to be Booker, Aiton. They have a good future, though. Johnson, he's a... I'm not huge on the guy, but he is a nice stretch four. He's going to be a big piece of them. He's damn near 25, and he's going into his sophomore season. But, yeah. Um, if they can continue to build, especially if they hit on this 10th pick, you're looking at, um, I'd say, high teens to early 20s. But on the flip side, if Chris Paul leaves and they don't find a good enough replacement, or if Chris Paul just isn't good um by age 37 then this pick becomes interesting i would just straight up taken 10 i know i can almost guarantee they wanted 10 and they said no you can have 2022 but yeah maybe presti did have that option he just preferred to 
look at a draft down the line because he doesn't like guys at the top of the class. Um, but yeah. Anyways, that was the uh, that was the Chris Paul deal. Now, even with that, there was still another deal that I haven't covered, and it was the Dennis Schroeder deal. Now, I don't know if it's like official because it seems like it's official, but there hasn't been like a straight up report saying that it's happened. I think it. I don't know what wording they used, but it was like in principle the deal was finished so were they trying to get more thrown in more people thrown into a trade i don't maybe they were i'm just gonna take it straight up as if the deal happened it's danny green in the 28th pick for dennis schroeder now unlike this chris paul deal where i look at it as a win um this one i don't really think it's a win i think dennis schroeder has way more value than the 28th pick and danny green man I don't I don't know if I'd call it robbery but it's pretty close dude if I'm putting an evaluation on what a Dennis Schroeder trade is that'd be a mid to late first round pick and he was dude he was committed to his team like if you were looking at social media Schroeder was praising the team saying he doesn't want to go to the Lakers or Clippers three days later he gets traded to the Lakers um so he's he's heartbroken and I think a lot of people are heartbroken because He's, I think looking back at this, Schroeder might be one of my favorite Thunder players. I'm nor, I normally, when I'm picking my favorite Thunder players, it's the obscure guys. It's the Diallo. I like him a lot. Deontay Burton is one of my favorites. He's like top three Thunder players. And if you were explained, if you were going to ask why, I don't know why. I just like the way he plays. It's, just picture him doing 360 dunks and you'll see why I love him so much. And he's a lefty. That shot for him, beautiful. I wish it went in more, but um, him. Kyle Singler, he was always a fun one to watch because whenever he made a shot, everyone went absolutely nuts. Uh, he would be up there. Dennis Schroeder, he's in that conversation too. Harden, I was pretty young back whenever you know we were at our peak per se. But I still remember, um, I still remember a lot of Harden. I, I like Harden a lot. I remember there was a, um, there was a video, there was like a parody video around James Harden whenever he was with the team. I, uh, I don't know what the, what happened to that, honestly, but yeah, that was a classic. I, I still remember it, man. It was like a Maroon 5 parody, something something like that. Um, the Fear of the Beard merch, all that. And then we got Dennis Schroeder. He was a perfect six-man for us, and I don't think he's going to be... It's going to take a while to get a replacement for him. He's a starting caliber point guard, and he's going to be absolutely killing it on the Lakers. Right now, he probably is pissed because he wanted to be with us, and I wanted him to stay on the team too, to be honest. But... uh. I think in a couple months he's he's going to be more content with it because uh, we were more we know we're going to be rebuilding and I I would have liked him to stay with our rebuild but he's going to be contending for a title with the Lakers no doubt and um, I, if I'm Schroeder I wouldn't want to miss out on that I think he's going to buy into the system and be a nice piece of them he could be the third option and. 
there could still be more guys being thrown on this Lakers team. Like, Kuzma wasn't part of the deal. I didn't, like, I didn't even think Schroeder would be traded for Danny Green in the 28th pick. And I, I didn't think we'd get Kuzma. To be honest, I thought if we got Dennis Schroeder to the Lakers, it'd be a three-team deal. And we get maybe like the Blazers number 16 pick and the Blazers get Kuzma. I think that would work out. Clearly it wouldn't have because the value was Danny Green in the 28th pick. But I was just I was just dreaming. I still think we got, like, we should have got more. But regardless, I don't know. I'm kind of at peace with it for some reason. I think it's just because the Chris Paul trade came through and I'm not, like, as mad about it. I was pretty sad. I was pretty upset about this deal yesterday and whenever I was writing this up. I was pretty sad about it. But, um... Yeah, maybe, since it's only in principle, maybe there still is room, maybe there still is stuff that could go down. Like, Gallo hasn't been moved, could you get him in a sign-and-trade and somehow lace him with this deal? It'd be complicated as hell, but that could potentially happen. Would someone want Danny Green on that expiring contract, it's like 15 mil? For a contender, you could look at it, uh... Green was struggling in that bubble, man. Someone could take a chance on him, though. Personally, I if I was a contender, I wouldn't want to mess with that deal. You'd free up a lot of money, though. So that would be maybe somewhat enticing. However, like I said, I'm just going to look act as if this is a two-team deal and nothing else. A funny thing that I did see on Twitter and lighten the mood a little bit was... <laughs> Presty, uh, just doing this deal to screw over the Clippers even more, and I'd say they were already in panic mode as is, getting Dennis Schroeder on the Lakers for practically nothing, and having Kuzma to deal outs too, I'd, I would be absolutely freaking out, and there's already a rumor that they want to get Lou Williams out for the 18th pick, I don't understand that one. To be truthful with y'all, I don't understand. I, that would make them a worse team. They have Harrell off the books. Does he even want to resign? The Clippers might be downgrading um, coming into next season, and the Lakers are not. They are still in the thick of it, and they just improved their team a lot, and they still can improve their team a lot. And uh, maybe they could get a dude like Serge Ibaka. He wanted to. He wanted to be on the Nets, it sounds like. Durant might be recruiting him over there, but I could see him settling for the Lakers if um, the Nets don't work out. Yeah, but the Lakers can be a lot better, and with Kuzma, they can trade him somewhere else and get even more. So I just think it's funny. Uh, If this deal would uh, screw over the Clippers for the next 10 years... Who cares, man? I wouldn't I wouldn't even need the 28th pick. If I knew with this deal that the Clippers would just be terrible for the next 10 years, keep the pick, Lakers. You're already helping us out too much. So this might be a little bit of a a tag team here. For for us, we want them to play well. Uh so the Clippers 
so we get better picks from the Clippers. So it's we're helping out the Lakers, and the Lakers are helping us out. What else could you ask for in a trade? That I'm looking at it, that might be a perfect trade for all sides. Clippers, like they should be furious. They need to be looking for something because if Harrell's gone, how are you going to replace that? Zubac is your only other center, and I feel like teams would want Zubac. Um, Lou Williams, if they trade him for the 18th pick, like what? Why would they even do that? If they want to contend, you can't really get rid of Lou Williams. Like, he's getting older, but how is the 18th pick going to help? They might just be throwing the towel in right now. They're probably prepping for an eventual doomsday scenario where they're going to trade Kawhi Leonard and they're going to trade Paul George. And you know what they're going to have? They're going to have whoever they select with 18 if they get Lou Williams out and a bunch of scrubs. You're going to have Rodney Magruder playing crunch time minutes for them. So, yeah. With Schroeder gone, it's sad. I would have liked him for a rebuild. I think we traded him for a lot less than what was expected. But it may be for the better for everybody. We'll see. So, yeah. That that Schroeder trade was... That caught me off guard. I'll tell you that much when it happened yesterday. Who will, what will we take with 28? I don't know. Will we package the two and move up? You could see it. The Nuggets do like, um, they do like our guy. There was a rumored promise from us that we were interested. I believe, is he from, I believe he's from Serbia, but I'm not completely positive. Let's see. I'm trying to research, um, trying to check real quick what his name is, but th- we have been rumored to have offered a promise at 25, and the Nuggets, they're at 22, and it sounds like they're interested in the same exact player as us. Yeah, it's Alex Alexi Poke. Pochevsky. Yeah, that's how you say it. Pochevsky. He's... There's not a lot of stuff on him uh, since he's from overseas, but he has a he has a huge question mark on him, and I wouldn't mind taking a flyer on the guy. He's like seven feet tall, and he's shown he can shoot the ball. He just needs to bulk up a little bit. I think he's skinny as hell. But if he can shoot... And, like, pass the ball at seven feet tall, and we get him in the first round or whatever, late first, we hit a home run. He's a high-potential dude, and in the back end of the first, the only dude, like, the only people that maybe pop out is, like, Jaden McDaniels. I was super high on him from Washington. He, I don't know. I think as I've looked more into prospects, Jaden McDaniels really hasn't been as appealing to me. He's six foot ten and like he's shown flashes of being like some comparisons were like Kevin Durant. I think that's a little bit unrealistic. He showed he could create shots at times, but overall his year at Washington wasn't even that good, so I'm not sure if I'm sold on the guy. I think Pachevsky 
I would love taking a flyer on him. If we have to hopscotch, if we have to get over the Nuggets at 22 for him, I'd I'd say we should do it. Um, just looking at how our team looks now, we need to be going after the high ceiling players. We have so many picks. If a lot of them don't pan out, we still should be fine because we only need about like eight to ten of them to pan out. We need a couple of them to be stars. Now we have SGA who I think will grow into one. Baisley has shown I don't know about superstar. I I think he could turn into something. Dort is something. Is he like superstar or star? I think he's gonna be classified as like really underrated his whole entire career. But he's already a lead on defense. If he can fix it up on offense he maybe could turn into an all-star because his defensive side is all NBA. Like, that's all defensive team. What we saw from him in the bubble and in, in the playoffs, that's all defensive team from Dort. <laughs> and into his second year, if he could keep that up, man, that's a huge threat. <laughs> He's going to be killing everybody out there. But yeah, there's a lot of questions heading into draft. We'll see if the Nuggets have promised Pachevsky. It suck if he does, cause I do like I do like what I saw from him, the little I saw, and just this whole appeal of a seven footer you can shoot and pass. Sign me up. He's he's super skinny though, so he he's not really at full form. He's pretty young, so it's it's really just one of those get a guy who's practically coming out of high school and try to develop. That's what Baisley did. We took him out of an internship from New Balance in the queue who <laughs> he came out of like a preparatory school. He played in the G League last year. I'd say he's in the same boat as Baisley was. Just um, he had that quick pit, pit stop in uh, Phoenix. But Chesky could be another guy thrown in the list and it'd be really nice if we could take him, honestly. I'll do a little mock draft and deep dive in the next episode, but um that is for another time but thank you guys for tuning in to this episode it was kind of just like i was expecting a cp3 deal to come in but i was hoping i could sneak in an episode right before i had to hit that refresh refresh button on twitter man and had a whole new topic i mean not really but instead of talking about rumors i'm talking about the actual thing which is 10 times more fun so i'm really i'm really happy about it those are just the two deals, Schroeder, CP3. Could be a lot more to come. A lot's going to change in the NBA landscape in these next two weeks. Everything's all crammed together. And I'm going to try my best to keep you along the ride and keep you updated. So, until next time, I will see y'all.